Welcome to today's episode of Hey Ashley J. My name is Ashley, and in this podcast, I'll be sharing my experience and explore topics as a 20-something Asian Canadian just trying to figure life out. Hello! Welcome back to the pod! It's crazy to say that we're already on the sixth episode. I actually just finished writing out episode topics for the rest of the season as well as coming up ideas for the next season so i'm really excited i'm trying my best this year to stay committed to the podcast as it is one of my goals for 2021 so hopefully i'll keep going at it and you know if there are bumps along the way you know it's not going to be something i'm going to be upset about Anyways, I've tracked my analytics recently and it seems like I I do have listeners. There are people that have found me and have listened to a few episodes. So I just want to say thank you for giving me the time out of your day to listen to me. Uh, I didn't really start the podcast expecting it to gain attention because I do a really bad job of promoting it. But, you know, knowing that someone out there has heard of it still feels really nice. So thank you so much. I appreciate you. Anyways, this week we're going to talk about dating, how it's stressful, and dealing with post-breakup trauma, which I will kind of touch on much later in the podcast. And so, dating. I admit that I don't have much dating experience, and since I'm the type to date long-term, I don't have much experience with casual dates that never really follow through. I've only had three boyfriends and my recent ex was probably the only one that I consider to be a serious relationship. So why is the dating scene stressful for me? Well, the rise of dating apps has made it complicated. Like, yes, I admit that it has allowed us to sift through so many individuals in a short amount of time, but that has affected the ability to get to know people at a slow pace like we used to in the past. Not to mention that not everyone is great at communicating through an app, which makes it worse. My experience with dating apps is nothing crazy, but that's because I honestly try my best to keep it that way. I've explored the popular ones like Bumble, Tinder, and Hinge, and the thing about them is that most of them require you to use location services to confirm your location, and it literally won't work if you don't allow the app to confirm your location. And like, I understand that it's to find people in your area and maybe to avoid catfishing in a, in a way, but my issue is that I'm convinced that there's no one in my area for me. Yes, I know it's stupid to say considering I've only dated three people in my entire life in this one city, but the kind of men in my city are just not my type. And I just wanted a bigger pond with a different variety of fish. <laughs> Also, since my city is not that big, I'm pretty anxious about seeing people that I know on there, so I only use Tinder and Bumble at times where I'm traveling to different cities, which is not really happening lately, so needless to say, I'm I'm not using Tinder and Bumble. (laughs) Hinge, on the other hand, doesn't require location services to use the app, so I'm able to choose the area where I want to see a different pool of people. Yes, I know Tinder and Bumble have these options, technically, but they're not free, and I'm definitely not paying money just to snoop around. So out of all the dating apps, Hinge is the one that I've used the most. I like that there's no swipe right left option because there are just so many instances where I swiped right on someone that I didn't mean to. So I've only had one match on Hinge that got far, as in we started communicating outside of the app far. We'll call him Peter. 
not Kavinsky, though I'm not sure I would actually date Peter Kavinsky because he's a pretty trashy high school boy. Anyways, I don't remember what prompt he was replying to at that time, but I like that he did reply to a prompt outside of just liking a photo that I have and like moving on. We had lengthy conversations about in-depth stuff and overall he was really nice. But after spending days of talking to Peter daily, it just didn't hit the same way as talking to someone in person. And at that moment, I understood why it was important to match with people in the same area because the apps were never meant for the long-term talking stage, but it's really just a bridge that will lead you to meeting someone in person. So after realizing that, I knew that I couldn't move forward with Peter and had to stop talking to him. I also realized that eventually Peter and I would have needed to get to a point where we needed to talk face-to-face and that idea scared me and just honestly felt too serious and real so fast. So that's when I knew that I just wasn't really ready to be dating around. Although I'm not sad that I had to call it quits with Peter, it was disappointing that things just weren't right at the time for us to move things forward. Dating app conversations have this reputation of being lackluster, stupid, and a waste of time sometimes, but let me tell you, this man replied to every single thing that I've said, and he left paragraphs whenever he replied. He never gave a shitty response, and I got to know him pretty well in the few days that we've been talking. I did offer to just get to know him as a friend because he seemed genuinely nice and cool and honestly I needed more of that in my life, but he didn't want that, which which is fair, so Peter and I had to end things there. I, I do hope that he's doing well and he found someone in his city that he's ready to dive into like a very deep, loving companionship with him. <laughs> so yeah, dating in this time and age is stressful because dating apps don't work for me. But another reason why dating for me personally is stressful is because I don't socialize with different crowds as much. If you're asking me to go to your party, I'm definitely going to be asking who's going to be there because if I don't know anyone, I'm 100% not going. A phrase that's been said to me a lot of times is the, you must be fun at parties. And it's because the person that I am just doesn't thrive in them. I prefer the long game of getting to know people through limited interactions before I decide I'm committing to our friendship. And this is why most of my friends are people that I've at least known for five years. Most people at parties do the small talk, bounce around, and honestly, like, that's fine, but I personally hate small talk because it's a waste of my energy. And I'm convinced most people don't actually care to know all the small talk things, but they just want to talk and interact with people, so they just do it. So yeah, parties most of the time are a big no for me, but it's not like we're having any parties right now anyway, so it's not like I'm missing out. (laughs) As I've mentioned earlier, I realized that I wasn't ready to be really dating yet in any shape or form, because the healing that I've done for my past relationship is not done. People say that healing is not linear and I knew that, but I think that the period of time where I was fine just lasted for a while and I forgot that I was still healing. And then when I realized that I wasn't ready, I was I was in shock. Honestly, I went through a second wave of the breakup six months after the breakup. And so 
that happened because I was snooping around on social media and it brought up information that hurt me and I that I didn't want to know. And so I feel like I'm I'm healing from that which has not been a whole year yet. And it's a complicated thing, really. And it's because like that new information was the fact that my ex was seeing someone new and it was someone that they were working with and that messed me up because I've I've met this coworker, I've met their boyfriend at the time, I guess, and I've even played like video games at their house. Like I thought we bonded very well over Mario Kart and they were not going to betray me. Anyways, clearly not true. <laughs> but yeah, this all happened seven months later, them getting together. And you know, my feelings about this are conflicting because well, this all happened after our breakup, so it's really none of my business, but I guess it was just so hard to accept that this person moved on so fast when they freaking live inside of my head rent-free. I guess it's also because him getting into a relationship with this person didn't really align with the reasons as to why he broke up with me. So in a sense, I felt lied to. To give a little backstory, how my ex broke up with me was that he felt like he was getting lost in the relationship, was struggling with his mental health, and because of that, he just feels like he couldn't be in a relationship with me while going through that. And he told me the good old cliche that I deserved better. I also want to say that he was apparently thinking about breaking up with me for a while as a way to reassure me that breaking up wasn't the first thing that he resorted to when he was feeling some type of way, even though he failed to communicate that things weren't feeling right with him at all to me. So... You know, I was randomly hit with a breakup that I didn't anticipate two days before Christmas Eve. And, you know, back then, I was stupid and sympathetic with his struggles because I didn't want to invalidate what he was feeling. You know, in retrospect, I'm just going to say that this guy has a lot of shit that he needs to work through. And he's a wimp for not being able to be honest with me about what he feels. Honestly, like, I don't care if he just told me, yeah, I lost feelings for you. I feel like I want to date my coworker. Like, I just, honesty is so important. So important. Anyways, I don't want to dive into more of that because I feel like I'll just go off endlessly about it. But I've just accepted the fact that I'm going to be mad at him dating someone else for the time being because I feel hurt by it, regardless of the fact that it's not really my business anymore. So healing from this relationship and the... trauma that I've gone through has been challenging, honestly, till this day. None of my relationships ever ended nicely, and my recent relationship wasn't the first instance of an ex getting with a co-worker after me. So you can see why I would have serious trust issues after having that happen to me twice. So now I have to work on being secure with myself again to trust that whoever I'll be dating next isn't shopping for his next girlfriend at work. I realized that healing will take longer than I anticipated. Yes, you shouldn't time box healing, but I really thought a year later I would be ready for something new. But I was really emotionally invested with my previous relationship, and at one point I had that silly moment where I really thought that this person was going to be someone that was going to stay for a really long time. My other two relationships didn't feel as serious because You know, I was young and I wasn't really looking ahead into the future with them because it just wasn't that serious. 
but my recent relationship was just different because I envisioned a future where we were doing all of that adulting stuff together. So realizing all of that, I now know that healing will just take a little longer than what I'm used to. I want to invest time back into myself to find who I am again, connect with it, and give my wounds the time that it just needs to properly heal. I realize that trying to speed up the process will only prolong my healing. I just want to become better for myself, but also for the next person that comes around. And honestly, I just don't want to be a shitty person. I don't want to use my trust issues and other traumas as an excuse to justify toxic behavior that just causes a never-ending cycle that helps no one. Relationships require a lot of work and a lot of trust, and I want to be able to come into my next relationship feeling very secure with myself and trust that my partner won't do anything and I don't need to go crazy. I believe that the right person will just come and it will just happen when I least expect it, so I'm just gonna do me and enjoy my best single life. And honestly, I literally can't imagine dating until the pandemic is over anyway. Anyways, if anyone is going through a breakup right now and going through the pains of it, I'm with you. I feel for you. Stay strong. Um, you'll, you'll get through it, you know? It just sucks right now and everything hurts, but time does heal all things and you just need to be patient with yourself and give yourself the time that you need to be okay. Just take it one day at a time. You, know, you didn't die from this. You've survived this. You are art before they even appreciated you. And you continue to be art when they found another painting to admire. And on that note, thank you so much for listening. And I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.